You're listening to the Counting Lights Podcast with Chris Dimity and Dan Danzy. Counting Lights Podcast, where comedy and wrestling lock up. And we're back with the Counting Lights Podcast, believe it or not. Uh, the holiday's over. Holiday uh, vacation's over. Get on that mic, Dan. What's going on? I'm 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 getting away from you. Jesus, what I'm are you talking away about, from you, man? Fucking... I'm all fucking clean up. I am the healthiest yeah, I've been. Since last week. <laughs> since before the holidays. Motherfucker. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Germany. <laughs> I got the COVID. Two-time NWA Tag Team Champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, somebody's got to have COVID, it. COVID survivor. Hey man, I did it. I did it, Dan. Okay, so so you want to hear all about it? I, I'm honestly, I'm surprised it took this long. So you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? I fucking I go and I get the fucking poke, right? Okay. So we can go to Houston and get and do shows in Houston, and then get that fucking. Well, we came down with something over in Houston. It oh, was it, yeah, it wasn't COVID, yeah. but it was that Gulf Coast air yeah, flemmy like, shit. It was, it was hanging out with those <laughs> fucking comics in fucking those, Houston. Those those crazy assholes. Oh goddamn! Uh, but no, but then we were fine. We were fine. It was. We put on fi- wrestling and, shows, yeah, and then my and then my in laws showed up. Remember uh, that? In laws showed up, but but before my wife, my wife had a hip replacement. That I don't know what that has to do with COVID. I'm saying, but that's, I'm just saying it just fucking when it rains it pours. When it, I guess, but even before that, we were doing wrestling shows. Outside and yeah, I mean, doing comedy shows, packed rooms, listen, nothing. Good. I, I don't know this fucking this this Omicroni thing. Omicroni, <laughs> whatever you, the fuck you you call you just want to make it about China, don't you? You just <laughs> Omicron. Omicron. Yeah, you just want to make uh, it about China. You're just looking uh, for ways. Listen, uh, I. I, I we from from the from from when we got back from October, like I didn't do anything. It's when the the, the wife had the had the yeah the, the surgery, and we all stayed home, and then Christmas hit, and we all stayed home, and then fucking New Year's hit, and we all stayed home. Well, and, you and I were doing our thing. We were doing comedy yeah, I mean, shows, you know. So. But it was listen, and uh, and I wouldn't say we were being like absolutely safe. No, and I haven't been since this whole fucking thing started. You really haven't. <laughs> I really haven't. Like me, I've kind of like, been lax like, now for like a couple I, months. I wear a mask under protest. Sure. And <laughs> I figure I'm I'm fucking big and burly and he- and healthy and yeah and uh, and you know usually fucking you, if you, you if you cover yourself in enough alcohol, it fucking kills pretty much everything. I mean, okay, I don't know who said that, but no, no, you know, I don't know where you got that from. Wyatt Earp. <laughs> Wyatt Earp. Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you, so we were planning on a recording. Uh, what was it next, last week, two weeks we're ago? Gonna do it, yeah. The 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 date uh, right after the the new year. Yeah, right after the new year. And you were like, ah, listen. Well, someone at my had, work, right? Someone at my work had come down with COVID, so we were exposed with it. Right. Ended up not being a big deal. So to keep you, to keep you safe, <laughs> to keep me safe. I know because you're an older gentleman. You know. <laughs> cool. Okay, I am. Yeah, but you're older than I am. Long in the tooth. You are an elder. You know, not yet, not yet. Okay, 
But it was. I was just like, hey, man, maybe it's not the best time to record. It would have been okay. It would have been fine. You might have died. Yeah, and then, then I get this long text message back. We're going through it. Yeah, um, so so I'm positive I did I I had it. The wife got it first. Oh, it's, all, it's always her, right? Little, it's always the wife. She first. got a little sniffle, and then got violently sick. Oh, jeez. And I thought, well, f- fuck it. You like stay the fuck away from me. So I locked her in, in the fucking master bedroom, and we, you know, put fucking soda crackers underneath mm-hmm. the door. Okay. And. uh and uh, I went off to work. Okay. And uh, hit me about three quarters of the way through work. Um, I uh, like that day. That that night. That night. That night. So you're you're doing your so route. And- I was doing my regular uh, um, ham and egger nine nine to uh, nine to nine midnight to fucking. Nine in the morning, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it wasn't till the very end of my shift that I started kind of feeling like ah, it was cold that that night. And yeah. I thought, well, you know, it's fucking, cold. it's yeah. cold, you know, and chilly and, allergy yeah. season. Yeah. I thought, well, yeah, fuck it, you know. I had a little bit of a chill. Made it home. Was okay. Got home. I was like, ah, kind of don't feel good. Wife, that was the the day that the wife had scheduled a, a test, and now. If you live in the North Texas area or probably anywhere that has a decent population, you can't find a COVID test to save your life. No, no. In fact, the government, uh, as of today, you can now order tests online. And, and we had, we had had, uh, we're pretty quick. My, my wife's like a fucking, you know, fucking Amazon ninja. She can fucking order something and set the house in a couple hours. And uh, but she found a place that was not too far from us that was a clinic uh, run by Asians, by the way, um, and uh, very nice people. And uh, oh, they uh, got just, her- uh, we we got our headliner. Oh, for, okay, cool. Uh, February twenty fifth, Oak Highlands Brewery, the Counting Lights Comedy Show comes back headlining from the Whiskey Brothers, Jerry, uh, Jerry Wayne, Wayne Longmire. Very, very anyway, funny guys. So go ahead. Awesome. We'll we'll talk about that more at the tail end of the podcast. Okay, but go ahead. So uh and uh she uh, she said, Hey, listen, why don't you drive me over and get this this test done? And I was like, Oh, okay. So I drive her over, she gets a test, she gets a positive uh you know, quick test or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. Is that the one where they stick that shit up your they nose do, and shit? They do it for both of them. Ooh. And uh, Ooh. Uh, brought her back home. She tested positive. Um, I wasn't feeling all that bad. Yeah. She was feeling horrible. And uh, she had more severe symptoms than I did, which is funny because she had the booster. Mm. And, well, uh, I mean, you could still get it even yeah, if you get But that's what the thing with this Omicroni. Omicroni. <laughs> This Omicron variant. <laughs> That's so, the thing. The Omicron variant is ninety percent more contagious. Yeah, and, and but but you know, I don't think uh, the, the it's very uh, very few deaths in the uh, with the Omicron. I mean, uh, if you're not vaccinated, well, and it's I, terrible. And I'll, though, and I'll be honest know? with you, uh, you know, probably it probably wasn't severe with me because I was had did have a vaccination mm-hmm. and. Um, and of course, I hadn't had it that long ago. Just a few months back. That's true. Um, 
But uh, anyway, uh, I, I did start feeling bad, so I made the phone call to work. I said, "Listen, the wife has tested positive. I think I probably got it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and we scheduled tests for me there for the following day. Uh, she tested positive on the third. I tested positive on the fourth. This is my favorite part. What about what about Leland, your son? That kid's fucking. He's a he's he, he's the uh, the fucking Terminator. Yeah, there, that's the culprit He's, right there. He, I guarantee yeah. you, we hadn't seen anybody. <laughs> this motherfucker's playing basketball. That's who dunking fucking, fucking basketball. Yeah, he was dunking it's, COVID yeah. into your fucking lungs. That's who and, gave uh, it to you. And I was like, uh, hey, dude, how you feeling? He's like, I'm fine. <laughs> Just I'm, fucking I'm, dribbling. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm fucking ch- checking his temperature four times a day yeah. to see if he's going to fucking get it, you know, because I want to fucking be ahead of the game. And, of course, he had the fucking... He no, had, he's ahead of the game. He had the... Uh, he, he, he had the uh, the pokes too, and yeah. So um, now that's who gave it to you, right? There. Yeah, he was fucking. Yeah, they're passing around that yeah, fucking no, high kids. school like like fucking yeah. mononucleosis. Kids are just they kids are the fuck. monkey. Kids are the monkey in outbreak, man. They just fucking carried around and just fucking. So two for two. My wife had severe symptoms. She had she had uh, she had vomiting. And, that's terrible. And dizziness and uh, vomiting. We, I didn't know vomiting was now, fucking involved. Of this. I didn't either. Gee, I thought it was just like when it, when it happened. I was like, "Hey, listen, let me go to." When she started to feel bad, I was like, "Listen, let me go to the store and get a few things that might help you." And so yeah. we got some stuff that, that I thought might might uh, make it a little bit less severe for her, and it just boy hit her like like nobody's business. Hit her man. like bricks. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, so I thought, well, fuck. What really was bad for me? I had this fucking severe headache. Mm. And it was it was uh, the the headache for me like I don't use I'm not a guy of headaches I'm not I'm not a guy who uh, you know I don't have fucking weird migraines or yeah. fucking you could hit me with a fucking you could hit me with a fucking sack of potatoes in the head and I will fucking dust it off and get back to business pull but, yourself up by your bootstraps that's right yeah but uh, this one this one hit me pretty hard especially that. Uh, that day I, I I woke up uh, that I had to get up and do my go go do my test mm-hmm. to, to and I got both you, you I, like you woke up and you were like I don't think there's a test needed but I had to do it for work too, sure you know, obviously sure. Uh, they put me uh, put me on quarantine for uh, uh, ten days or two weeks or whatever it was and. Uh, and so uh, when I got the test and it came back positive, we did both tests, uh, the long one and the short one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And both of them came back positive. And, but for two days, um, I was completely just laying on the couch, fucking high temperature. I think my temperature got up to almost 102. Damn. And uh, for me, like, it's funny. Because I haven't had I haven't had a 102 fever since probably since I was a little kid. Right, and that's like I don't get it. Like yeah. that that doesn't happen to me very often. Probably hadn't happened to me in years. And I got this one, and I just kind of you know listen. Um, I like a good day of laying on the couch and fucking shivering like a like a fucking scalded dog and fucking you yeah know, you know fucking uh, if you're eat, hung over eating, uh, eating you know chicken soup like anybody else yeah but. Uh, 
I I could still function. I could still get up, go to the bathroom. I could still, you know, were you still coughing and shit? I, we didn't get a severe lung issue. Not a congestion thing. So we did, you know, there was a little bit, a little bit of a cough, not a whole lot of uh, uh, that kind of, that that just kind of, it kind of lingered. Uh, I felt uh, weak and tired. So I know what was going on. I know what was going on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is coming from uh, Dr. Dan Dr. Danzy. Uh, uh, professional opinion. As Dr. A, Danzy. As a, as a, well, no, as a two-bit fucking podcaster and a hey, fucking comic. my dad was in medicine. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 really? Yes. Enough to where... No, what was happening was the reason your bodies were going into a fever, the reason you got that type of, of, of COVID was because you'd already been boosted and vaccinated. Yeah. So the congestion part, that wasn't happening, right? Your body was literally fighting it off. Yeah, it was like it was trained to do with the vaccination and, and the Listen, I'm 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 not I don't I don't uh, I hate people that use this as a this whole um, virus as a political volleyball about you know bouncing it back and forth making it a bunch of bullshit and fucking making it about the goddamn stock market more than it is the goddamn fucking disease but well then i won't i won't no, continue but, talking no, <laughs> but, but, no but you know listen dan you know me like uh, i'm i'm no, you play. You mean you just play no, everything I'm, by ear, yeah, man? Like, yeah, you I, don't. I, I'm, I'm a middle of the road guy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a do or die. I'm not fucking getting on planes and going to the fucking you, Capitol building and shit. You, I mean, one, I just, I, I couldn't even. I, I won't. I can't even convince you to go to the store sometimes, like us. <laughs> uh, no, but you've always. Been I don't a, even want to go to the comedy club. I like doing I mean, that shit. Yeah, right. No, from what I've always known about you since we've been doing this podcast, since we've known each other, is you don't have an opinion until you experience it. Right. You don't have an opinion until you're right there and you can. So um, it just it sounds like you went through a more extreme version of what the vaccine gives you like the day after you get it. You know what I mean? Like this was this was this was as far as like I said, two days of pretty debilitating yeah um, the headache was pretty severe uh the uh the not wanting to really just like i would sleep and was, sleep was it and the sleep. kind of headache where it's just like i'm keeping my eyes closed yep that's exactly yeah. what it was it Fuck. was it was uh it was it was like it um I, you know i'm i'm a guy who likes to have tv on and like you know hear something kind of calm while i'm fucking sick and laying on the couch or in bed or whatever and and uh and it was nice to have the tv on but i wasn't watching anything yeah you know what i'm saying so it was it, it, that's how i feel when i have drew barrymore's talk show on <laughs> it's on but i'm yeah, not watching daytime it. television for that matter <laughs> 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 yeah anyway uh it, w- it was it was severe for a couple of days um i thought i was making a pretty good comeback uh and uh and and the were you ever when, when were you the, ever fucking worried were you ever just like oh nah, man this because is- i didn't have i didn't have severe breathing issues yeah and uh and i had some uh, upper respiratory problems uh throughout this um Throughout the, you know, since 
2020. Yeah. When all this shit happened. And I've had a couple upper respiratory issues, but I never tested positive for, and you know, I only did the, the quick test. I don't know if maybe they were, they were, um, you know, uh, false negatives or, but. Which they can be. It's a possibility. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, but, uh, they gave me antibiotics. They gave me steroids and that kind of, you know, that actually kind of kept, uh, the steroids kind of uh, made for a, a couple sleepless nights, you know, going through my, my body, but it did feel better. And I was able to, uh, you know, get up and kind of, uh, keep everything going and make sure the kid got to school, you know, the while, you know. <laughs> he's, just, he's just getting up and he's not fucking, fucking, I'm telling you, man. Those, not fucking getting it at all, that's man. That's fucking ki- kid, man. I'm telling And of course, of course, it's probably every single kid in that, you know. Well, no, I imagine some kids can get it, but then there are some like, you know, and, and your son's a pretty fit kid, tall, yeah, muscular, a, you know, like those athletically, a basketball player and, yeah, those you know, athletically superior and, fucking he kids. He is definitely, though. yeah, he is definitely an athletically superior individual I, I, and I, I am not anymore. Yeah, no, I don't think those kids that are on the sports teams are fucking getting it, man. And, and, like, and you I know what? It's, they have, they have, they're, they're in district play right now for basketball. Ball and they're Don't not losing it. any. Yeah. They're not losing any kids. And well, like every time you know, I hear they, about a professional fucking athlete getting it, they look fine. Like they were on the court the night before, and it's like, oh, they had it. Well, it's crazy. All the kids that are having to stay home are all the kids in band and fucking art and shit. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show them. Uh, yeah, fucking, uh, the art teacher's sick again. Uh, maybe you should have lifted a weight, you fucking. <laughs> that's right. Why don't you yeah, sing Andy? The only the only kid that's making it through is a tuba player. Oh man, they can't fucking sing Annie today. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, don't even, I was a theater kid. I don't know why I'm tripping, uh, but I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're back, yeah, and I'm glad I, you're I, better. I'm fine. Uh, I did. I still know, haven't I, gotten I, this I, motherfucker. I did see. Uh, I did yeah. see. I did see a news story. Uh, I did see a news story that a lot of people are dealing with this low grade depression. I'm going through though, after the fact, after going through the COVID thing. You're, you're fine. And uh, you know, could be I'm just a piece of shit. And, uh, <laughs> Could be that. So, I mean, I'm getting out of I'm getting out of my seasonal depression right now. It usually happens end of November around Thanksgiving, last till the middle of January, and I I basically know when I'm getting out of it when I wake up and I'm not and my brain's not my brain's finally like okay we're not sad today and then it's like okay that's cool. Um, I. I don't know what I I don't know how this could cause low grade depression. I mean, Doctor Danzy's pretty stumped over here. Um, well, I don't know, man. There's fucking. You're not gonna fucking kill yourself, fuck are you? No, because we just moved Dude, to anger. I am not that fucking motivated. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you won't get on a plane no, to go to the like, Capitol. Uh, so it's, it's you... more. Uh, it's more like. Uh... I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, it's more like everybody else is a piece of shit. Oh, that's you just me twenty four seven. I think I bro. just don't like people anymore. Yeah, no, you've been hanging around with me too no, long. That's what it is. It's not low. It's not low grade depression. You know, I thought, you know, I'll fucking go to an open mic. That'll make me feel better. I'm all well. Yeah, no, it that was the worst it thing. Didn't, it yeah, didn't, it made me more depressed. Yeah, I don't. I don't go to the open mics uh, on my best day. No, <laughs> fuck that. No. Yeah, when you're feeling chipper. Yeah, no, I guarantee if I went to an open mic right now, I'd just lock myself back up into depression. Uh, so, anyway, we'd have some shows coming up. 
We do. Um, February, uh, I just I just started booking shows again. February 6th, Addison Improv. February 21st at Dan Silverleaf in Denton. And uh, Counting Lights Podcast Comedy Show returns at Oak Highlands Brewery. Uh, January 30th? On February. The oh, okay. I was going to plug That's our right, fucking... <laughs> you fucker. I was, I was promoting our fucking comedy. Okay, well, that's February twenty fifth, Oak Highlands that's, Brewery. That's pretty cool. We just uh, just got the uh, just got the just uh, got word. the confirmation. Jerry Wayne Longmire of the Whiskey Brothers. Oh, it's gonna be a great. Show. Is going to headline. It's gonna be awesome. It doesn't now, matter who the other people are. Come and see fucking Jerry Wayne. We that's don't have those people confirmed right. yet. Is what he's saying. That's now go right. ahead with your shows now. Uh, so uh, let's see. I've got uh, I've got January thirtieth. That's uh, a Sunday at the Improv. Uh, uh, I've got a and friends. Uh, I don't know the guy's headline, <laughs> but fuck everybody else and come see me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you should have done that first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. So fuck everybody. He knows else. Come see the me. date and location. I know the, I'm, I'm at the Improv. It's the, <laughs> it's January thirtieth. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday. Some and dude is supposed to be my friend. Is headlining. <laughs> going to be there. Uh, also, uh, in April, we do have another Counting Lights wrestling show we are happening. just getting that off the ground. Looks like uh, I haven't set a solid date on it. It's in the works. But uh, April, looks like April is going to be our spring show at Oak Island's Brewery what's for so, wrestling shows. What's so funny to me is you get excited about our comedy shows. I get excited about our wrestling shows. I do, I do the wrestling shows because... You do the wrestling shows because you want to make me happy. Well, I'm, I, actually, I do the wrestling shows. I know it makes you happy. I and think I, you I enjoy. It makes, it makes a lot of people happy. I do the wrestling shows. I do the wrestling shows because I'm fucking good at it. True. Okay. And, and so, but like, if you had to make the, if you, if you, but like, would, if we, if we didn't have this podcast, you wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be doing wrestling. But, I do the wrestling shows too. I love the folks over at O'Connell's Brewery, and it brings a lot of people to the. But you do you like day of? You love watching me and love seeing yeah, how excited you're very I am. Excited. I am so and, fucking. And so, I love that day so much. It is a fucking holiday. Dan for me. and I will be hosting for the. For the wrestling show. Will I for, get to super kick somebody? Uh, I don't know. Big question just, on everyone's just mind. Tell them all to buy a ticket, come out and see Buy a ticket. Why does it Dan gets killed? I don't know. You never know what's happened. You know, it's, it's, I might it's super surprise. kick someone. Can I super kick Mr. Wobble? <laughs> Can I please? <laughs> that dude is a Dallas sheriff. He'll kill you. Is he really a yeah. cop? Holy shit. That dude's Let, a Dallas. I shirt. didn't know that. I didn't know he was a cop. Well, it's K-Fake everybody. I want to super kick him more now. <laughs> Can I super up. kick him three more fucking times? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, that's pretty cool. He's a cop. I didn't know that. That's just something. Well, you yeah. learn something new every day. Yep. Uh, you know what I learned? Uh, William Regal got fired. Oh, man. Listen. So, um, so, so, so Regal was, uh, Regal was the headliner went at the 50th anniversary show in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Was that the last time he got like fucked up? He was really fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, it was, uh, it was first time that, uh, I got to kind of meet him. Uh, that was, uh, that would have been 98, 1998. 
Now he's supposedly and that was uh, right before he, he made his recovery. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he was uh, had a real uh, um, a prescription pill addiction. So, and, he, uh, but he's supposedly one of the one of the most brilliant he, fucking minds in wrestling it, right it, now. When it comes to technical wrestling, yeah, I don't think there's there's, there's it's an argument to who might be better. I I remember back in the, I remember WCW fired him because he made Goldberg right. look like fucking so that, shit. That will tell you something right there. I still go back and watch that match that right is, now. If the, you have not seen that, if you've not just, seen William Regal, <laughs> just make Goldberg look like take, a fucking take, douche and actually wrestle with him. Like like they were in a catch catch can fucking wrestling match in England. Yeah. Like yeah. Goldberg didn't know what the fuck to do. Uh-uh, yeah, I, I thought he was literally gonna shit his pants. And he was like in the middle. He wasn't even in the middle of his undefeated streak. This was like early on in his undefeated streak when they were trying to build him up to be like fucking you know Goliath and shit. Well, and and you and the last thing you want to do is, is is send him out there. With a great technician like that, and tell both the guys, "Hey, have a match of it." Someone said that. That's Regal's story. Like, so, like I, I forgot who he named, but uh, an agent told him, "Wrestle him. You, you guys go out there and have a wrestling match." And I'm telling you, and that, Regal made him look fucking Regal green has, as if shit. If I'm not mistaken, Regal's been wrestling professionally since he was like 16 years yeah. old. And not just out of anywhere, out of like uh, Blackpool, England. And and Regal and I are actually the exact same age. So God, you look really good for your age. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Like Thank you. No, you do. Like, man, you could still like you should have a match in April at OHB. Oh, don't get me started. No, you should just like fucking trying, have a match. Trying to drop some, I can, I, I, I'm actually trying to get in shape. Uh, yeah, I'm fuck looking. it. Dude, if Sting at 60 fucking 8 or however old Sting is, if Sting can fucking wrestle and be in a tag team division, you can fucking wrestle a match or two. Shit, Lita's coming back. Oh, Jesus. And Lita's got fucking rooster chin. Jesus Christ. Then tell us how you really feel here no. on the Counting Lights podcast. That's another thing. Okay, let's get to the fucking firings, and then we'll get back okay. to Lita. But like, right. it's so not what just what happened. Who 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 they leave? Just they that they dumped. That? They dumped that whole NXT creative team. So everybody that, everybody, that was everybody that was kind of involved and responsible with Paul Levesque. Pretty much everybody that Triple just, H hired. They just uh, they just they killed. They what do you mean now? Oh, okay. I was like, Sorry. what the fuck are you pointing to? Yeah, you can Come have on, it. most of the things. There you go. And uh, yeah, it, it's like they just they just they got rid of all of them. Bro, I'm not gonna be like, I'm kind of expecting the announcement of they fucking release Paul Levesque and well, I, pa- I, and Triple H just stays home. I wouldn't listen. It makes me think. It makes me question how their how him and Stephanie's relationship is. I don't know, man. I'm not going to go that far. Well, I, see, I'm not going to pry like that because that's a marriage, but I am I will suspect. Let me, let me explain to you something. Go ahead. When it comes to... Uh, By the way, this is you're, you're talking from the guy... The, this is coming from the guy who said, and I quote on a previous episode, you were number two on Stephanie's yeah, list. Right. <laughs> that's from Kit. Kit said that. I did not say that. No, you said that. No. I did not. God you did it. too. We were sitting right here, right. and you were like, oh, but if yep. she didn't get with Paul Levesque, <laughs> pretty yeah. sure she would have gotten with old cutthroat. <laughs> That's what you said. Because I had so much to offer. 
dude, I will go back in the archives and I will find it and I will put it in this episode. Double dog day. I'm really lazy, but I will do it because it is hilarious. <laughs> I saw that look come over your face like, God, I'll, I might I'll actually have to put some work in. No, I'll do, I'll do it. I know what episode it's in. It's so, like from two or three ago. So let me explain to you something. When it comes to uh, when it comes to wrestling business in general, um, listen, uh, when you got two people in the business, it's it's a tough fucking road to hoe. Sure. It is. Mm-hmm. And especially when... Um, when one of them is basically inheriting the the majority of the fucking company, you know what I'm saying? I mean, okay, her and Shane have been involved since they've been young, and Shane's got a lot of uh, a lot of things to offer as far as uh, being a businessman and working in uh, the industry. The guy really learned the business from the bottom up. And he also starting on the ring crew and doing camera work. And and I saw it myself. But also Shane uh, uh, went to Japan and made his own streaming service. Yeah, worked in streaming services, kind of produced the the first streaming service in Japan. Or in China. And uh, anyway, it, it makes me question when things are kind of falling down to the wayside for Paul. Is he is he going, what's, what, is he looking at Stephanie going, what's going on? And is she saying, hey, listen, like, um, uh, 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 keep keep doing what you're doing because we're going to walk away fucking multi-multi-millionaires. Probably. I don't think that they have problems. I think the problem comes from Vince's new right-hand man. I say new, but Nick Khan. I think Nick yeah, Khan... I've heard some really uncomfortable things about him. I think Nick Khan has talked Vince McMahon into just letting go of his confidence. Kind of letting him in Paul take Levesque. over. Oh, really? I, that's what I think. I, I, think I think it's, it's a Vince and Triple H thing with Nick Khan involved. And maybe Stephanie fights for him. I don't know. But I'm not going to get on a podcast and, and, and make fucking, predictions that you don't know anything about. Oh, I'm not going to. Oh, well, that's our job, though, well, isn't but, it? But, but, like, I feel like when it comes to someone's marriage, yeah, like, that's none of my business no, and I shouldn't. and it's not. But you can't help but question when things aren't going well with the family. Sure. And, and, and let me tell you something. When you know where your bread is buttered... And if you look at the at the the key of events being the the uh, fucking the Godfather, and then the two kids, and then it really, I mean Shane's already out of the picture. Like, he's already completely. Gone I mean, he from, you know he comes back as a TV character, but as far as like running sure anything, Shane's creative. already out of it. But if you look at you remember, it's. Um, it, 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 it's Vince, then Shane, and then his family, and then Stephanie and her family. Sure. And unfortunately, it's not uh, it's not Vince, Stephanie, and Paul. It's Vince and Stephanie and Nick Khan, and then, and then whoever <laughs> yeah. fucking is is involved. You know who she's involved with. And Nick Khan so. was like childhood friends with Dwayne Johnson. This is the only thing. I have no Look, clue here's who the this thing. guy is. I, need I haven't done that the is research. The only, I don't care. That is the only fucking thing that I could find was that Nick Khan was childhood friends with Dwayne Johnson. And then his wife, Nick Khan's wife, or someone, someone related to Nick Khan, 
helped The Rock with like some movie or directed some movie. I don't know. He's got ties to The Rock, and that's so the, he's like a big ho- he's a Hollywood. I don't know dealer, dealer or I don't fucking and know. I don't know what the outcome is here because it seems like the entire WWE uh, as a company as a whole is just fucking crumbling well, like a fucking old building. Here's the th- like okay, so I think it goes back to my theory from many many episodes ago. It is a conglomerate. It is trying. They are trying to sell this. They are, they are trying to. Any, I can't see any other fucking outcome. Yeah, than selling you know it. That's why they're releasing all these fucking people. I can't see that all these creative, uh, knowledgeable people in the wrestling business. Now, I've been around the business since I was fucking twenty one years old, and I've worked some, for some pretty fucking great motherfuckers. Sure. And uh, and I've worked around uh, some pretty great motherfuckers, and I can't imagine that the guys that I went that I was in the business with that are involved now. And you, and you notice now I'm, I haven't I haven't uh, you know Steve hasn't had any any updated episodes of his podcast. Steve Austin. Yeah. And well, so he could be on holiday. And right? he could be. He was using shout engine. <laughs> oh, was he? Go ahead. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, that's so, an inside joke between yeah, Chris and I. That's right. <laughs> anyway, but I haven't I haven't heard. Now, did I, th- I think Mick Foley might have kind of uh, kind of put his two cents in on what he thinks between uh, you know A A W and I mean he and, and, and WWE. He but, did, uh, but, I, but he's I, kept I, silent. I since. can't. Yeah, I mean, it's you, you see all these you see all these icons in the business. And their silence is deafening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, their their opinion on what's happening with the WWE and a, as a whole, the, their their silence is deafening. Well, Regal um, is. It's not going to take long for Regal get snatched up before you actually showed up. I just read a report that Tony Khan and William Regal are in talks for him to be a, a major role in AEW. So there's negotiations going back and forth. Tommy Dreamer. Uh, actually uh, sent William Regal a message saying, "Hey, we could use you at Impact Wrestling." What's ha- I think this is what really what's really happening right now. God, Tommy Dreamer still has a job. I somewhere, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, people forgave the whole plane ride from hell thing. Huh, it was when you know it was hot for a week, and then everybody was just like, "Okay, it's years ago." Cool. Um, b- basically. Uh, and and if you are a tribalistic wrestling fan, you're not going to like the words coming out of my mouth. But if you are an adult looking at this from a fucking mature perspective. Well, if you're an adult looking at this as a mature perspective, you're probably not a wrestling fan. You're probably not a wrestling fan. Um, but, you know, I think in five years time, we're going to be watching AEW for wrestling. And we're going to be watching WWE. I'm sorry, Disney presents WWE. Gotcha. As and it's going to be something or totally something different. That, you know, uh, the the Peacock ne- Network. The Peacock is, Network is presents really taking wrestling. Off. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Vince is getting older. Uh, Vince is in his what? But you think he would do that? You think he would do that? I just don't. But instead of know. instead of giving it to a family member like it was given to him. 
Do you think well, he would just sell that shit? Well, and and you you got to remember, Vince didn't Vince. It wasn't just given to Vince. Vince bought it at a discount. At a discount, and uh, you know, any 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 put his entire ass on the line to produce the very first. You know, yeah, but 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 what did he WrestleMania? Do? But think about what he did to get that WrestleMania. He fucking lied to all the promoters. He fucking took Cherry, back Cherry his Pitt, dad's right. promise. Well, and that's that's and that's and, and that's fucked Vince, over that's all McMahon. those guys. That's not Vince McMahon Senior though. No. My point is he doesn't follow his father's footsteps. That's my point. And, and what do you do? I don't know. You know, it was it was a it, it, there was a time when promoters wanted their kids to take over the business, and that was the next step. And there was a changing of the era. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I saw it happen uh, directly here in Dallas with Fritz and the boys. Sure. And, and and the Fritz and the boys, it, it's a good thing that he's you know sold the large percentage of it to Jerry Jarrett because the boys couldn't handle it. Neither of them were businessmen, you know. And I think we all know what happened to the boys. Yeah, exactly, no one what down happened the to the boys, and and you know it, it's rest in peace. Yeah, Kevin's the only one left, and Kevin's in the spot he needs to be. Oh yeah, sure. So you know, in in Hawaii, relaxing on a large plot of land absolutely enjoying this time with his family we could all just dream of that but uh, but another point it, to bring it, about i don't know if vince and shane did not speak for seven years so vince does not mind does not mind a family member not talking to him anymore well i think vince i think vince constantly feels like his uh his decisions are the only decisions too. he's really one of the most unique fucking people and i don't mean that in like a good but, way or a bad way but he's a unique fucking person but it's paid off for him in the past sure so, sure on the backs of wrestlers that can't walk anymore and that's true but you know i mean that's, and he didn't even pay their fucking medical listen, bills i mean we can just it is it is it is we the, can go back and forth on it, this. exactly it is it is the wrestling business you you knew the job was dangerous when you fucking took it you know, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't know that it's right. And, and the way that well, no, it's, it's, society in general or ch- is changing at a rapid pace right now. Sure, I can't imagine that this old school idea of giving it to the kids is ever going to fucking, uh, you know, uh, it, become uh, uh, come back as what you ought to do uh, to, for your kids. But here's the, here's the thing: is it right? No, it's not right. Not that he doesn't give it to his kids. But it's not right that he uh, he built this empire on 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 wrestlers that sacrificed their body, uh, sacrificed their brains, as Chris Benoit, if he if he were alive it's, and cognizant, would say. It's, it's true. At some point, at the, at the position that Vince McMahon got in, he should have been the one to step up. And if it was really about if you Vince has always wanted to be one of the boys. Well, if you're one of the fucking boys, you've been in a position for many, many years to take care of them. Stop with these independent contractor fucking bullshit contracts and well, we make know them it's bullshit. Make we, them we know it's all bullshit. Make them employees. Give them a health care plan. And, and right now, at his age, it's never gonna. It's never. Oh gonna, no! It's, be, it's be somebody, never gonna happen. If it happens, it'll be somebody the, else that does it. The fact that he's he's looking to fucking sell the company because that's what's happening. The, he's gonna sell the fucking company before he takes care of his is what. That's what they are. They're employees. Is fucked up. Right. 
Right. And you and and wrestling fans wonder why why wrestlers are jumping to AEW. Is AEW perfect? No. Probably no. They aren't. Well, They're young I, though. I think it's I think it's a little bit of the changing of the guard mm-hmm. though too, too, you know. I mean, like I said, as society changes so rapidly, it's 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 crazy for me to think over the last 10 years since my son was 5 years old um how society in general has changed our, our our just you know not our our core values as you know as Americans but as as the as this digital age comes to basically kind of take over how how we work on a daily basis like i said i, I mean other than you know uh, uh you know, food and, and immediate medicine and things of that nature. A lot of the things that we get delivered on a day, daily basis would have been stuff that, you know, I would have to consciously go and purchase and buy. And now it's, they just kind of just, you know, paper I mean, products and cleaning products but and everything else just kind of shows up at my house. That's a positive though. It, it, it definitely is. But then there's, I see the way that my son and all of his, you know, high school friends and how they're involved in what happens on a daily basis in the digital world. Sure. And instead of, you know, it's like used to, we were constantly on the telephone with each other, talking to each other. Well, now, you know, fucking they don't do that. It's all fucking Snapchat. Now y'all are saying, yeah, they're sending titty pics to each other. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't get any of it. Well... <laughs> I think we've gotten to the real core issue. Oh, well, I'm not getting any of these titty pics. Maybe that's where my depression is. <laughs> God damn it. I want to see. I want titty pictures too. I want to see these TikTok videos. Uh, well, okay. So let's go on with. Uh, what, so who what, knows what's going to happen? Let's go on with what WWE is doing next. Lita was brought back uh, on last uh, Friday's SmackDown. Uh, I just seem real excited about that. I Because. I, Okay, like you know, you know, Moolah and my younger dad. They're gonna bring them back some some way. Um, One thing I'm getting tired of in wrestling is this nostalgia act. Like I don't mind nostalgia at all. I don't mind it. Sure, but like now it's looking like this nostalgia act is gonna get a fucking title shot with Charlotte Flair. Yeah, that's the problem I have. You want to give AEW shit? I can name all their champions. They're not from the mid two thousands, you know. Right. They're young, fucking up and comers. And yeah, you have Sting there, but what's Sting really doing? Building up a new, like sure. a young guy. That's Put, all. Putting time in for a new, uh, younger mm-hmm. uh, future. Oh yeah, they have Arn Anderson. Well, Arn Anderson is managing his son, and you know, yeah, was, they're bringing up the next uh, kind of crop of <laughs> uh, hopeful superstars. Yeah, um, and with Lita. I mean, I got nothing against her, and she was very entertaining. Um, at one time. At one time. Uh, uh, but In the late 90s and early 2000s. Sure, sure. I just don't. And AEW, he, AEW is in talks with Lita, apparently, too, to come and wrestle last year. I, I just, I don't see it, but sure, okay. I, I, so what you're telling me, Dan, I is was, you're not buying it. I was never a Lita person. Right. I, was, I, I she was a she was I was a, a Trish Stratus type of guy. A, she was a tertiary character at best. Sure. Yeah, that's a good right. way of putting it. But I I guess they figure well the Hardys are still wrestling. 
Edge is wrestling. Right. Christian's wrestling. Why not Lita? And maybe Lita thought that herself, you know? But, like, I can't get excited over Charlotte Flair versus Lita or Lita in the Royal Rumble when it's just like, well, no, I know Charlotte Flair would just fucking crush Lita. You know, what they, you know there's always an angle, though. Here's, here's the situation. When you bring back an old dog to a young... Uh, uh, a person that's in their prime. Sure. Um, there's always an angle for it. So, um, you know, that the person that came, uh, the, 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 the old icon can always come back. Maybe they're not as quick. Maybe they're not as fast. Maybe they're a little smarter. You know who I would like to see come back and like actually have a decent run that she should have gotten in the fucking first place? Who's that? Ivory. She was great. She was Ivory, actually a great athlete. Ivory was one of the, like, if nobody remembers Ivory or you're not familiar with Ivory, look Ivory up. Was probably in that era of this is eye candy. She did She did everything. Listen. I'm, she was a fucking I her, wrestler. I spent, a, I spent some time in the back with her. She was definitely a, a real athlete. One of the, one of the, uh, only, I, I want, Actually, yeah, the only member of Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling to really, like, kick it off into actual... Uh, Luna Vachon. Was Luna Vachon yeah, on uh, Gorgeous Luna Ladies? Vachon. Yeah, she the was... The original cast? <laughs> Luna? Yep. Huh, I don't remember Luna being in the original... Yeah. Are you sure Luna was? Positive. Okay. I can't... Well, anyway, Ivory, though... Uh, she was she was a great champion, but uh, she was... Um, really? You know, Luna she, was in the gym? Sure. I don't remember Luna being Well, we in can't the... bring Luna back, so... Is Luna dead? Yes. When did Luna die? Are you kidding me? I'm, it, I feel terrible. <laughs> don't get me wrong. You're kidding me. When did Luna pass away? Um, we, we had this discussion when we had Gangrel on. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, she, we didn't talk about yeah. Luna to Gangrel. She, she had. She didn't you watch the uh, uh, behind the the ring? The no, I didn't see that yeah, dark side of the ring. Yeah, dark side. We of the didn't ring. talk to Gangrel about Luna dying. Yep. When did we do yeah, that? When we I always have no. I have a rule when I interview a wrestler. Don't talk about. And if I didn't know she had died, I wouldn't have. Are you sure we did that? <laughs> yes. I don't think we did. Yes, that. man. All right. Now I'm going to fill in this part with, like, <laughs> us All the other shit. So, Gangrel, what do you think of Luna dying? Like, it was that blunt. <laughs> no, but, um, he, he, you know, he was involved directly in, yeah, uh, yeah. in her career, and they were they were a, a couple. We talked to him married, about that? Yeah. Oh, God, we're assholes. Well, not really. I mean, it was something. Or did it, it was, naturally it come It just up? naturally came in the discussion. I, know, I was because, probably, yeah. I was probably uh, fucking starstruck. Because she, and I she you remember. know, she was, a, she was a second generation wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Mad Dog Vachon. Mad Dog Vachon, and, yeah. Uh, when and, did she, what did she pass away of? Uh, drug overdose. Huh. Yeah, about uh, maybe five, six years ago, maybe. I get, there's been so many deaths the past yeah. five or six years. I lose fucking track. Yeah. And, uh, huh. you know, listen, they were, uh, her and Ivory both were in kind of a, uh, they had, they had both been, been in the business for a little while, even when, uh, the glow thing kicked off. Yeah, so, yeah, so they, they were they're like, kind of, you know, they're, they're actually, uh, you know, they're actually kind of the, a little bit of the generation for me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, I always remember, I like anytime my favorite 
female wrestler was going against Ivory. I she was, was like, a hell of a competitor, and, and a real she could shoot a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Like she was a real wrestler, and 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 kept herself in great condition. You know who she reminded me of? I mean, you know who reminds me of Ivory right now? Uh, Serena Deeb uh, in AEW used to be an NXT coach. But Serena Deeb reminds me of Ivory, and Ivory to me was always the female version of Dean Malenko to me. You know, and, she, and they and they put her in some odd, uh, you know, uh, really uh, odd gimmicks. Yeah, odd gimmicks and, and odd situations. She was in the uh, the right to censor. Right. And, yeah. 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 No, in, but she shined in that. She was like the best character out and, of the right to censor. And she was, you know, and she was constantly. I think she worked a little bit with the, you know, some of the younger. Folks, when she, uh, you know, during during my era and during our push, uh, you know, in the late '90s and early 2000s. So. Yeah, I'd like to see Ivory have one more run. Nothing. Again. Don't know if she has interest. Probably not. I know she's she's involved. I think she's probably like a fucking I, mom now. Or nah, something, if, I'm not, you know? if I'm not mistaken, she's involved in uh, in animal charities. Yeah, and, good for uh, her. She's uh, really involved with. Uh, like I got nothing against rescue Lita. pets and. But but yeah. I, I got nothing against Lita. I just found the move very like puzzling. Did Trish Stratus um, say no? Maybe maybe uh, maybe a little uh, not as exciting as they wanted it to be. May I? I, I you had no excitement in it. At all. I didn't. But but like I'm not every wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. You know. You know. You you look up on Twitter and and the wrestling fans are fucking excited and they're stoked and well, that's cool. Now I will say one exciting thing that they are doing. Is in the Royal Rumble. The women's Royal Rumble is going to have Impact Champion, Impact Knockouts Champion, Mickey James in there, and they've actually acknowledged Impact and her being the champ. But also, wow, very unusual for WWE to the, do something and, like that. And the men's Royal Rumble is going to have an entrant from the Forbidden Door from some company that's not WWE. Said it who. could be AEW, it could be Impact, we mm. don't know. I'm telling you right now, if Chris Jericho walks out there, he's getting bo- uh, he's getting fucking booed. <laughs> that would be worth the pop. I mean, I guess, but like that's pretty exciting, but I I don't I, I don't know. Right. I'm it does, it's not giving me an excuse yeah, to that, watch the programming. Here, here is the issue with that uh, mystery opponent. Is that you can't promote it. You can't promote it. So to me, it's And that like, person's not going to win. Yeah. It's the Royal Rumble. And, and who knows? Fucking I mean, Jungle why? Boy. Jungle Boy isn't going to walk out in the Royal Rumble and win the damn thing. Uh, right. It'll be a cool three-minute spot that they couldn't promote because they had to keep it a surprise. Yeah, but why wouldn't you want somebody that's going to be coming in that's that you can actually push and promote to get tickets sold? Did you see? I saw a thing... Uh, Earlier this week, about an impact taping and a building that hold, held 18,000 people, and there was less than 4,000 people in attendance. Bro, that is just that, that is just uh, but that's just and, impact. There, no, this was uh, uh, this was SmackDown. Did I say impact? That's oh, SmackDown. SmackDown I mean, taping. But in, in fairness, that's happening to AEW as well. They had little attendance in Raleigh, North Carolina this past Dynamite. Are we talking that maybe it's the COVID thing? Or? I, it, it might be that. It's, it's fucking cold. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I don't expect... WWE, surprising. 
That's surprising to me because right. you've made a name for yourself for decades. Sure. AEW, not that surprising because they're new. They're not going to sell out every market. Right. All right. Like, you know, they're going to go in there next year in Raleigh, North Carolina. Sure, they'll have a lot more people, barring some co- catastrophic thing that happens to the company. Yeah. But, like, I remember I've been to all of Dallas's AEW events, and I can tell you the first one was not packed. Sure. Second one, a little better. This this past one that had the first Danielson hangman match, nah. that motherfucker was sold out. Right. So I think wrestling fans need to... And I see them sharing it on Twitter, like, oh, well, look how poorly attended this is. Sure. Well, it's a fucking young company, and it takes a couple of times getting into the building before yeah, it's sold out. Yeah, but to have WWE's WWE, TV taping... That is a reflection of the product. And how do you make that look right on television fucking fucking write a wrestling show just fucking make it about wrestling again and that makes it's the question in my mind is what what is Vince thinking he's trying to sell it well then sell it get it over with and let's fucking produce a wrestling show but that's this is what's wrong Chris, the hmm. people that they're trying to sell it to, they don't want a wrestling program. They want, they want they a want show. Sports entertainment. They want sports entertainment. They want a show about a wrestling program. Yeah, that's, that's weird what, to me, though. That's not the... That's not... I don't know, man. Did The Rock and John Cena, are they their gimmicks in the movies? No. Yeah. No. Right, exactly. They're, they're fucking actors. Sure. That's what W. That's what Vince is trying to show he can do. Vince is trying to show that he can breed action stars mm. instead of just having wrestlers. That's it. And I love this new John Cena show, Peacemaker. I don't know if you've watched it. I watched about uh, fifteen minutes of it. Fucking, it's great. Is John it? Cena is. I like the idea that he's kind wonderful. of an anti-hero. He's an anti-hero, yeah. absolute clusterfuck of a person. He's fucking John. Uh, Mildly retarded. John Cena uh, has tip to the cap to him. He has my respects. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's, right? he's kind of making his way in Hollywood. He really like is. Good for him, man. But but guess what? I saw the other day. I was watching Netflix. Okay. And I was like, oh, a sci-fi Bruce Willis movie. That's not the Fifth Element. Okay. It was called Crimson Sin. Okay. I should have known by the fucking title. Sounds like shit. It sounds like Hudson Hawk Pat, right. you know? Right. And I watch it and it's and and Bruce Willis is just phoning this in. It's just like, <laughs> he's just they, he's getting a paycheck. I already got my check. I'm just right. gonna do the same fucking right. thing. Right. But guess who else was in it? Fucking Lana, fucking Rusev's wife. And I guess this was before she got released out of WWE. Uh-huh. But that's the type of shit. That's what that's Vince wants. That's who they're trying to build. That's what they're trying to do. He's they're trying, trying to build Hollywood. They're making fuck. He's making fucking action yeah. stars. Roman Reigns got to do some movies and shit. Look at the Miz. Look at the Miz reality show. That's ridiculous. Fucking Dancing with the Stars. Right. That's what Vince is about now, and that's what he's trying to sell. And he's cutting all these contracts, and he's making all these stupid fucking decisions. So that someone like Disney or Fox or fucking Peacock or what have you, some big corporation can be like, oh, there's money in that. And then they pay Vince $5 billion and he walks away. Well, I think at this point, um, like if I was if I was running that show, that's probably what I'd be aiming for if I was his age. Well, no, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to give, I'm not giving the man shit, but like at the same time, did he ever, like, I'm wondering, did he ever actually care about making 
An, a, a legit probably at one time and then when did but, it stop but, the, but, but the, I don't know you man. know that's a, know. that's the best fucking question uh, I don't know when did it become such a goddamn capitalist it, it, uh, it, thing I think it changed this is my, just my personal opinion I think it changed when, when CM Punk fucking left well, that's when it well, okay. <laughs> no I'm kidding you, you I'm might kidding. you kind of might be looking at a very similar thing about what I'm about to say go ahead it stopped changing when uh, the peop the the actual wrestlers stopped worrying about the outcome of the gimmick. Okay. Because if you'll remember, uh, just like uh, you know, happened with Hogan, it happened with several guys in Hogan's era. That I mean, Piper was the most famous of saying he didn't want he didn't want Piper to do They Live. If you fucking remember, exactly. you know, but Piper. It got to the point where Piper was making decisions. See, when I got in the business, even though uh, you know the gimmick was, uh, you know, it, when you win, uh, great. When you lose, great. But both of them are work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But everybody cared. About the outcome of the of the wrestling matches, if it wasn't done correctly, sure. So we had opinions, and everybody said there were there were constantly arguments in the back about well that that doesn't make any sense because that's gonna that's gonna make me look weak, and you guys want to bring me back next week, right? So the point is, is that when these um, sports entertainers became sports entertainers instead of wrestlers. And you remember the famous thing about, uh, you know, Stone Cold Steven, Steve Austin taking his ball and going home because yeah. it wasn't going to be done right. Well, see, that was... Because they didn't build the Brock Lesnar Right, match. right. Why would you do it if it's not going to draw money? Absolutely. When the, when the, when the, guys, when, when the guys quit having inputs <laughs> on their uh, characters and their angles and their outcomes... And they just let the creative guys just do what they wanted to do. Look at the last creative person that he had. He had Bray Wyatt, who, who's probably and, who showed that how creative he was. And he cared about what what would happen with his character. Boom, you're out. They you're fucking out of here. So, and, and we're giving your gimmick to Alexa Bliss, who doesn't mind being doing what she's who told. Will do what they're told. Yeah. And listen, these these so-called sports entertainers when it was wrestling we did care we cared i you know i i'll lay down for anybody if it's done right yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like but don't do it right to squash me or or where we're not going to draw money yeah because the second that i allow you to do something to me that's not either going to draw money or draw attention from the doesn't make kayfabe sense. sheets yeah. or you know the dirt sheets or the or the fucking the, the 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 magazines that are on the newspaper stands. If they're not talking about it and we do something, if they're talking about it negatively and we have nowhere to go with it, then just like I'm not going to do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can't make me do something that I'm that I don't want to do. Boy, if you tuned into Raw right now, Chris, oh, shit, that's you all would they're just, doing. It's, it's just like it's fucking. It, it makes no I sense. I can't. I can't get past ten, fifteen minutes, and I understand why people like it. You know, I, 
I don't know when it was with me where I was just like, look, I, I know that this has been a part of my childhood, but I need something different because right. this is getting right. bad. But I understand people have kids and the kids love it and it bonds you and your children. My question to other, my question is to the 34 year old wrestling fan like me with no kids. What's it giving you? What the fuck is this giving you? And it's not even because, like, I love AEW. I love AEW just for, like, shit like, la- okay, like like last week's Dynamite, they had CM Punk versus Wardlow because MJF was playing games with CM Punk and booking him against his uh, 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 fucking accomplices, whatever. And they ended, they did the finish from Bret Hart and Diesel where Diesel was just beating the shit out of Brett, and Brett could barely get up, so Diesel was just going to give him another powerbomb. Brett rolls up with a small package, one, two, three, same fucking thing. And it's it's that kind of shit. It's like, oh, we're paying homage to a great match between Brett Hart and Diesel, you know? And the payoff is Wardlow is mad at MJF because MJF was the one telling him to keep powerbombing CM Punk. So here's the payoff. Gotcha. We're building to a Wardlow turn. And at the same time, MJF is getting frustrated because CM Punk has beaten his dudes. So it's eventually going to lead to CM Punk versus MJF when we're finally going to get that big payoff in that feud. But meanwhile, here's what we've done. We've turned Wardlow. He's now a popular babyface, just like we've always wanted him to be. You know, and and that just leads to more storytelling. Now we could put Wardlow with Lance Archer. We could put so Wardlow with. What, you, what you're saying is that we we all know, you know, shine, heat, comeback, finish. As, yes, as, so absolutely. Should, but the that finish does that finish leave you at an outcome where you where it either does the blow off or it leaves you wanting to know what they're going to do next. It always That's leads me to, to what, what they want to do, do next. next. Unless you're Every completely payoff. blowing off an angle, mm-hmm. which we had it a million times, you know, usually ended up in a cage match or, you know, something of that nature. But when that blow off came, then you always had something else that you were going for after that blow off to set up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if they're continuing to make it interesting for here it is, if they're making it interesting now for uh, adults who know it's a work and still are interested in the story that they're telling, then they're making it worthwhile. And that's completely and totally not what WWE is doing. No, it's it's like, uh, okay, so Roman Reigns got COVID, which uh, I, I, I don't know how you let your a guy on your roster who already beat cancer, I don't know how he gets COVID. Um, and this was like fairly after they stopped doing COVID testing. I don't know if you knew that. WWE stopped doing COVID testing because you can't get COVID if you don't test for it. <clears throat> right. So he got it, so they had to put the belt on Brock Lesnar again for the fucking... Brock Lesnar has been a champion... For the hundredth time. In ev- he has been a champion in every decade for the past three fucking decades. Yeah. Well, I, not, not saying he doesn't deserve no, it. No, and that's the point. If there's somebody that definitely deserves it, it's fucking Brock Lesnar. Not Lesnar's. that he doesn't deserve it. It's, it's, it's the closest thing we have to a real shooter in the business... I mean, you know, listen, back in the business, that's the reason Ric Flair was the 16-time fucking sure, world champion. Sure, sure. But it's just like... But but, if, but what your thought is, again, again really, really, 
Again. And then, oh, it's going to be Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. And you're like, again? Really? But no, we're, we're going back to Vince's love of big, muscular dudes. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and two shooters. I want, I want an Eddie. Two give me an Eddie Guerrero again. Give me a fucking Eddie Guerrero again. Well, good luck. Or a Jericho. They're not just, building them like that anymore. Look at the look at the young guys. Look at the guys that they're bringing into this business. They 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 don't have guys that have to go through what we went through, scratching and just trying to. It's just it's scratching the, no. and trying to get a fucking here's, spot here's on the, the show, they, show just to make a name for yourself. I I I get like, but they are still building wrestlers like that. The problem is Vince reverted back instead of moving forward. Because, like, you can't tell me, like, oh, that's not how the, the way they're built now. I, I, no, because, like, fucking Jungle Boy and Danhausen, who's not even on AEW, this is an independent guy, biggest free agent right now, these little fucking guys are getting standing ovations in independent wrestling rings, standing ovations after their matches. The Jungle Boys, the Darby Allens, the Danhausens, the fucking Will Ospreys, they're getting fucking standing ovations. And they're getting their own respective world titles in other uh, other places. Look at, uh, I mean, Aleister Black or Malachi Black, he's a big guy, but he's pretty skinny. You know, he's getting big pops. Everybody, like, it doesn't always have to be some big motherfucker versus sure. another right, big right, motherfucker. Right. Well. And revert, reverting, he's reverting back to that, and it's just, you know, I'm not a big motherfucker. Right. All right? I want someone that relates to me. Okay, so that's the You term. know? Give, give. <laughs> what about me, Dad? Give Marco Stunt a fucking title, you know? What the fuck? Why was little Spike Dudley treated with such oh, fucking... Jesus Christ. God. Oh, damn. Why was he sh- Why was he shrugged off, little, little Spike? Well, you know. ECW is the only one that gave little Spike Dudley his justice. And he had his run. And he had a good fucking run. Him and, and those Mike Awesome matches. Mm, those were great. But anyway, we're, we're going to see what happens. Because um, if Regal enters the mix with AEW and just all these new releasings uh, happening, I don't know if you knew about to- Tony Storm. Huh. Tony Storm, uh, uh, former NXT Women's UK champion, uh, just asked asked for for her papers and they were putting her in matches with charlotte and sasha on house shows and she just got fed up and was just like i'm going home release me because she saw she saw through the trees man she she knew what she was going to be used as oh i'm just going to be a stomp to fucking charlotte and sasha i'm just going to be a fucking stomping ground right stepping stone stepping stone yeah and then look at jeff hardy jeff hardy fucking just packed up in the middle and just Dude, Jeff, and went home. And but I was still I was talking to wrestling fans the other night on Twitch because Impact shows like you know past TNA stuff, and I was right. talking to these wrestling fans because it was a Jeff Hardy match, and there are some there are wrestling fans. WWE has these fans believing that that dude was fucked up, that that dude was on drugs, and we've talked about this before. Like and that blows my mind that no one can see how this forty year old would just had maybe this guy just had he enough. Just had enough. Maybe he wanted to get fired. You know, it's a good. It, is that not a possibility that this is not the same place as it was in nineteen ninety seven? Definitely. But it's not nineteen ninety seven, and I don't think Lita should fucking hey a one time spot in the Rumble. Let's fucking see it. what happens. But when she's I mean, on TV. 
when she's on TV. And let, let give us a reason not to feel that way. That's here's the, the and here's another fucking thing. You know what? No, you want to know what I did not miss about Lita? Her fucking terrible mic work. And boy, is it back in stride. Really? Oh, let me show you this fucking segment. Jesus, I don't know where they developed her. I, I ECW. She started in ECW respectfully, but her mic work's never been good. All right? right. I just don't. I don't know why she's back, Chris. I don't know why she's back. Okay. And it's just like if it was just a rumble spot. That'd be good, but she's like, "I'm gonna do another run," and I'm like, "Why? Why? You're you, why? You're like 49. Why? Why?" Well, we'll see. I feel like I got a lot out today. Um, <laughs> we glad you feel better. Uh, I've been holding a lot in for okay. the seasonal well, depression. Good. Yeah, but hey, Counting Lights podcast is back and now on Anchor. Uh, and other platforms soon, so we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, don't forget, uh, Chris is. Uh, by the way, Chris, I have the name of your fucking show. Thank no, you for I just gave it to you. Thank you for putting it in front of me. Hey, go see Chris at the Addison Improv Sunday, January thirtieth, as part of Chris Gardner and friends. Chris Gardner, by the way, is really really funny. funny. Guy. Love Chris Gardner. You couldn't even remember his goddamn yeah. goddamn name. And uh, a great lineup there. Um, as well, our friend uh, Miles, Miles Francis, is also on that lineup. So go support Chris Germany and Miles on that show at the Addison Improv, January 30th. I will be at the Addison Improv uh, February 6th uh, for Reggie French and Friends. Reggie French. Yeah, Reggie. Funny yeah. guy. Very funny guy. Uh, also, uh, <coughs> Denton, Texas. Come see me at Dan Silverleaf with uh, good buddies Javoris James. I think it's his birthday show. I think when is that? Uh, February twenty first. Oh, and yeah, we're, it's gonna it's gonna be wild. My birthday. Is it your birthday? Well, fucking come on out. Yeah. It's like a Monday, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. We're gonna fucking party. <laughs> we we're we're partying and the just happen. We're at OHB. And the twenty fifth, we're at OHB. But yeah. we're we're gonna be partying. Cool. And then we just happen to be having a show. Ah. Because it's like, why not? When is that? Where is that in Denton? In Denton, at Dan Silverleaf. No relation to me or my hair. Um, <laughs> February twenty fifth, uh, OHB, Counting Lights Comedy returns with Jerry Wayne Longmire and more. It's always a fun night. I think, and I'm not being biased here. I think we really do run the best. We're gonna kill it. I think we really do run the best independent comedy show in DFW. We pack it every single time. And then in April, our wrestling show is coming back. And I really do believe, and maybe I'm just being biased. We run the best. That we run the best spot show, spot wrestling we definitely, show. Definitely, in, the spot show goes. In good. DFW. And I may super kick uh, somebody. I may super kick Mr. Get your, Wobble. Get your tickets. I may super kick Mr. Wobble and go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at counting underscore lights. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash counting lights podcast and send us an email at the counting lights podcast, counting lights podcast, counting lights podcast at gmail.com. For the counting lights podcast, he's Chris Germany. That's Dan Danzy. And this is the counting lights podcast where comedy and wrestling lock up.